Chapter Two of the Pirate Woman. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sonia. The Pirate Woman by Aylward Edward Dingle. Chapter Two. Dolores receives her diadem. In a great canopied bed taken from some rich looted India man red rabess lay motionless as an effigy in stone his tall powerful body was sharply outlined in coverings of silk and rare lace the arms and crest of a ducal house were worked into the pillows that supported his massive head his drawn haggard face was surrounded and all but covered with a great mane of vivid red hair his silken shirt wide open at the neck revealed a massive chest whose tide of respiration had all but ceased to run only his eyes fierce yet held token of lingering life it was as if the vital spark was concentrated into one final blaze of tremendous brilliancy the fierce eyes moved swiftly at dolores's entrance and one might have said a film of tenderness swept for an instant over the hard glint in them it was gone as swiftly as it came and the stare settled unwaveringly upon the stupefied girl for stupefaction had gripped dolores in that first entry into the great chamber her wildest dreams and they had been at times fantastic had never showed her anything measurably approaching the scene that smote her eyes now for the moment death red rabess her destiny everything melted into the visionary beyond and left her capable of no volition the great bed stood in the centre of a vast cavern sides roof floor every inch of the rock itself bore proof of the handiwork of hundreds of cunning craftsmen but the furnishings filled dolores's eyes to the exclusion of all else divans and chairs cabinets and tables carried the mind far away to the realm of emperors and kings vases from china and greece stood on stands of bulwark a tall ebony and ivory clock-case in which ticked sonorously a masterpiece of peter heel stood between two gorgeous pieces of gobelin tapestry and around her and above dolores's amazed eyes lighted upon gems of the painter's art such as few collections might boast the entire ceiling was covered with a colossal battle of the amazons by rubens each figure thrown out in startling distinctness full of voluptuous life and action the walls were mantled by vast golden frames holding the best of titian correggio and giorgione raphael and ribera and jewels flashed everywhere cunningly placed lamps themselves encrusted with the reddest of rubies the subtlest of green emeralds flooded walls and furnishings with a soft yet searching light which seemed to be carefully calculated to accentuate those things whose beauty demanded light yet to leave the eye unwearied the hour has struck my sultana said milo anxiously and dolores shook off the spell and approached the great bed red rabess closed his eyes as she leaned over him and his lips now alone gave evidence of life the girl reared among the wildest of desolate isolation knowing no softening ties of family her impulses and emotions those of a beautiful animal and increasingly so because of her station among the rabble that called the dying man chief stared down at her terrible parent without a trace of visible regret 
rather in her eyes shone the triumph of a victor about to enter upon a conquered kingdom but the red pirate was speaking and she bent her ear to catch his words it required no physician's knowledge to perceive in his damp face all the signs of imminent dissolution dolores my traverse is run whispered Chabez. the effort all but stole his breath he paused then summoning all the tremendous will that had dominated his frame when surging with strength he told what he had to say in short sentences nursing the flickering spark to force his speech never leave here girl let no man go either the world has forgotten me and all of us but memory is tenacious it will revive at a hint every throat that pulses with hot life here yes my daughter even your fair throat was measured years ago a rope awaits every one but here yes father dolores shivered in the pause the silence chilled her the giant abyssinian stood at the head of the bed and now moistened the dying lips with wine red Chabez strained convulsively snatching at his throat and resumed with weaker voice here i have been king here you are queen all these things you see and many more are yours life and death are in your hands to give or withhold keep the steel hand though you wear the glove dolores you have learned power with the greater power you take from this chamber and with milo let nothing no man stir your fears keep this chamber as i have kept it it is your strength when danger threatens to beat you down here you will find the fluttering whisper ceased the old pirate lay rigid dolores having heard so much yet so little hovered over the bed in an ecstasy of unsatisfied hunger for more milo stood by a magnificent statue in living bronze his eyes set in a steady blaze on the face of his master once more the blue lips moved dolores darted down with eager ear her hands clasped as if in supplication milo tell came the whisper and with it went up the soul of red Rabes to face a tribunal more dread than any earthly judge his body had eluded and the tall clock ticked his knell dolores flung herself down on the bed patting the dead face with nervous fingers but she was dry-eyed no filial despair raised tumult in her breast her pleading was for the impossible for the dead lips to speak and when she was refused her plea she sprang from the couch in a paroxysm of royal fury now by the powers of evil he shall lie uncoffined until those secretive lips read me the riddle they have half told she cried pacing between bed and wall with uplifted arms and heart glittering eyes she suddenly paused in her wild walk turned swiftly and reached the bedside with the same subtle gliding sweep that had carried her before yellow roof it was a characteristic movement with her a compound of the gliding dart of the tiger shark and the silent footed pounce of its jungle brother milo roused from his dejection and sprang from his knees with amazing promptitude but he had yet to round the bed foot 
when the splendid fury stood panting over the corpse speak she cried shaking the coverlet savagely milo with horror in his shining face gently removed her hand then stood before her with bowed head his cavernous chest heaving wildly fool leave me she snapped and struck the slave with all her savage force on the cheek milo's face turned grey for a flashing instant then the dog-like devotion that filled his heart shone through his eyes and he knelt at the furious girl's feet his head to the ground in a moment he stood up and laying a hand reverently upon dolores's shaking shoulders he gazed deep into her eyes she shivered again at the uncanny hint of volcanic might effused by the giant volcanic yet quiescent for the moment his lips opened to speak and she sprang to the reaction now a fresh fury seized her at the slave's temerity she flung off his hand and snatched forth her dagger strike sultana said milo simply he drew aside the strap of his leathern tunic bearing his heart strike but first suffer thy slave to release thee from this tomb release tomb what talk is this gasped dolores her dagger held poised aloft her lips quivering a tomb it is if thy servant falls sultana none save i can open the great door close it yes any might close it come i will lead thee out of this awful presence then at the gate thou shalt send milo to his master who loved him slowly dolores slipped her dagger into the sheath and her face was bowed in confusion all her life the giant slave had tended her guarded her steps and her sleep taught her the exercises that had made her feared by all the turbulent crew outside and she was now permitted the saving grace of remembrance she gave him her hand and allowed him to place it upon his head always his favourite means of expression when she followed an outburst of rage with contrition and in softer tone she begged for an answer to the riddle that had been left with her come sultana milo said once more laying a hand on her shoulder this time without resentment from her thy father the red chief left much to be told i will tell thee all but not now patience princess he pleaded catching the warning glint in her eyes dost thou hear nothing listen attentively no not in here outside bend thy ear to this tapestry tis before a cunning sounding-stone through which voices may well be heard on the cliff-side listen dolores listened with bad grace for she regarded this as a subterfuge of the giants and resentment was very ready to rise in her again but in a moment her indifference vanished she grew alert her body tensed and her limbs quivered the glitter of a queen in righteous anger lighted her eyes and she raised an unnecessary hand to impress silence upon the slave hast heard this before now she demanded in a vibrant whisper since thou entered sultana it could be nothing but rebellion yet was i loath to burden my chief with this trouble in his hour of passage but i know now that it has risen to heights which demand swift action therefore i have made thee aware of it tis that villain roof again muttered dolores still pressing her ear against the tapestry the murmur of a hundred voices came clearly to her and above all sounded the high-raised shout of one who harangued the rest 
at periods the murmuring became a howl and the triumphant note in it left scant room for doubt as to the nature of the address the girl faced with the responsibility of decided action no longer able to depend on the wisdom and terrible power of red rabesse stepped from the wall with panting heart and parted lips but with no trace of fear uncertainty moved her uncertainty as to the resources of the great chamber whose mysteries had scarcely begun to unfold for her ere the curtain was dropped again her stout spirit decided for her come lead me out milo she ordered drawing herself royally erect and slipping her dagger around nearer her hand we must cool that rebel before the fire spreads further take a weapon open the door and follow me it is the decision of a fit daughter of my chief replied milo his great frame expanding to the bounding energy that surged through him unknown to her his eyes had never left dolores while she was making her decision now joy and ardor suffused and transfigured him slave he was yet it was he who looked the royal part in that instant wait but a breath he said and reached in two gigantic strides a massive oaken chest heavily fastened with wrought iron lifting the lid with reverence he took out a plain gold circlet and returned to dolores thy father bade me make this and keep it until thou wast my sultana indeed he said he raised the heavy dull gold band and placed it upon dolores's brow with the courtly homage of a born noble it fitted to perfection as indeed it should since the loving fingers that had fashioned it had crept around the girl's sleeping head many times to that end and feminine vanity would not permit dolores to ignore the fit she stepped over to a long gilt frame mirror and her beautiful face grew dark and her violet eyes dusky at the glorious reflection that gazed out at her it is well milo i thank thee she smiled now to scatter the rats that gnaw at my walls lead out quickly milo entered the passage raising the plated door and letting it fall after them he disdained to carry a weapon but dolores was content for she had witnessed what those huge hands could do as they approached the great stone at the entrance the sounds outside rang through the corridor and the sharp reverberations that accompanied them at intervals told of an assault on the rock itself with pikes crowbars or other smaller rocks milo stooped to the sill of the rock and placed his hands beneath it stand away he whispered and strained his arms let thy servant go out and silence this clamour open quickly she interrupted him imperiously it is not for the slave to precede the sovereign peace and open her hand was on her dagger her head was raised proudly every inch and line of her figure irradiated splendid strength and surety milo heaved at the rock and smiled blissfully this was indeed how he had dreamed of his sultana when she should come into her own he heaved steadily and the great rock rose from one side rolling up and up until it balanced on the ledge but milo knew there was some agency at work that hindered the raising of it never before had it been a task to bring sweat to his brow and now he dripped from every pore the rock refused to balance without his hand upon it and he dared not take his shoulder away to look over the top lest it fall and crush him he cast an appealing look towards dolores who was impatiently waiting for him to stand clear and she stepped past him to the outside 
she was greeted with a roar of derision that echoed far down to the sea peace dogs of the devil she cried with one hand upraised a roaring guffaw answered her then a burly ruffian one-eyed and marked by a great cutlass scar that ran from his chin across his broken nose and ended somewhere among the roots of his hair stepped forward with a smirk of confidence and made a mock curtsy queen of the pirates we salute thee he said then threw away all pretence and swore a ripping curse to the destination of his soul come my girl he shouted the game's play to a finish the old buck is dead and we want some of them pretties he hid away inside you're a nice gal i don't deny and we ain't going to harm you if you don't hinder us but we ain't playing kings and queens no more come now let the big feller take us in and say no more about it for have our fling we will the mob had edged nearer until now they surged around the entrance so close to dolores that she felt the breath of the leaders she noticed with sharp wonderment that yellow roof was not among the foremost but she was given no time to surmise for the mob pressed on until she was forced either to risk an advance or give ground a little shock rippled through her when she turned swiftly to see how milo fared and found him gone the mob saw it too and seethed about her with hungry faces come on lads they howled milo's gone inside to open up the loot for us a grimy hand snatched at the girl's tunic and in a flash the entrance was choked with fiercely striving shapes with a gasping cry of fury dolores struck aside the bold hand and with a panther spring she was upon him one slender brown hand strong as a steel claw gripped his throat the other hand gripped a glittering dagger that swept like the arrow of fate to his heart and dropped him a log at her feet just for a breath the crowd paused in awe then hoarsely growling they packed forward again and dolores found herself fighting desperately against men maddened into steel-armed wolves thirsty for her blood in payment for that split she more than held her own by sheer skill and suppleness for a space but assailed from all sides save the back she speedily felt her limbs growing heavy and awkward and the cutlass sang above her bent head when her foot had failed leaving her without guard or avoidance then she knew that she had been permitted to win her spurs for the threatening cutlass was caught in mid-air by a huge bare hand wrenched from its owner's grasp and returned point first into the assailant's breast and milo's deep voice rang in her ear step into the passage sultana and swiftly have a care for the body on the floor but tarry not to pause is to die she felt herself drawn inside the battle seemed to leave her isolated the passage was as still as a cloister after the turmoil outside and she stumbled along in the dim red glow barely avoiding tripping over a body on the floor which a glance showed her to be a corpse this was the man who had tried to crush back the rock door on milo dolores burned the body with her foot and abruptly turned back in a rage to think that she had permitted the giant slave to order her into skulking security she halted as swiftly as she had turned for in the aperture at the end of the passage the huge form of milo stood both hands raised and in them a cask was poised a queer spluttering sound at first puzzled dolores then she made out a short hanging fuse depending from the cask and it spluttered as it dwindled flinging sparks around the giant's bowed head until the point of fire seemed ready to disappear in the bunghole treasure for dogs 
roared milo divided among thee the great rock thudded down as the cask hurtled out into the mob the next instant the cavern shook and quivered to a terrific explosion a moment after the earth might have been dead for all sound in the passage yet another moment and the outer world rang with cries and shrieks curses and entreaties and milo bowed low to his mistress and said now if my sultana deems fit it is time to show this scum of the earth their sovereign wait milo replied dolores shuddering slightly at sight of him the giant was streaked and splashed with blood for in those moments when he stood defenceless before casting his infernal machine a dozen cutlasses and knives had sought his life pardon thy slave he returned sensing her meaning i will go thus twere not good that these dogs should know their wounds can hurt such scratches are nothing they are paid for in full it is well lead out again good milo and fear not for me with thou beside me i am armed in proof again they emerged into the air but now a deathly silence received them silence broken only by the rustling of garments as a withered old crone shambled forward and cast herself at dolores's feet End of chapter 2